welcome back to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, the podcast that feels like you spent a day at the pool with your besties. My name is Megan, and I, of course, will be your host for this upcoming podcast episode. Guys, gals, and everyone in between, it feels good to be back. That's right, we're back on schedule for 2021 for now. (laughs) I don't want to get ahead of myself or jinx myself, but yes, we're back on schedule for our Tuesday posting. Thank you guys for helping me and supporting me through December with all the craziness that was going on. Um, but we're, we're back, baby. We're back on track. We're back on schedule. Um, for this episode, we have the myth, the man, the legend. Yes, I know I said that out of order. Jeff Reisdorf on the podcast this week. And boy, are you in for a real treat. Uh, Jeff and I go back to minivan service together. That's where we met. And we have a wonderful, enriching, and very um, socially aware conversation that you're about to hear. Um, And it really does ring true to how me and Jeff interact. It goes from very serious to very funny to very serious to very funny, all within the span of, uh, I guess, an hour and 20 minutes or so, which is the longest podcast episode ever that we recorded. Uh, I do have to let you know, uh, spoiler alert, there is some talk of the Mandalorian season finale on here, uh, and also just spoilers because there's a lot of Star Wars talk on here. (laughs) Um, So if you haven't watched the Mandalorian yet, uh, please uh, don't listen to that part. (laughs) Um, But otherwise, I really hope you guys enjoy the conversation. Here we go. Welcome, Jeff to Thoughts from Pool Therapy. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> it's always so awkward. The beginning is always so awkward. Yeah. And I don't, I, there's just, whatever. We need to. It's, I mean, that's the nature of podcasts. It's fine. True. I wish we could be in person. Like, I wish this could happen more in person. But, you know, like you said earlier, I think it, I mean, is, there's a pandemic. It's <laughs> the rumor I've heard. Uh, yeah, no, I think it'd be really cool to actually be like, do this in your pool or in a pool type area because I feel like that's the purpose of it exactly where the idea came from and everything so maybe eventually Mm -hmm. when we can be in person with other people um that aren't in your family uh maybe that can happen yeah Yeah, that that would be exciting and fun cool well welcome I'm really excited to have you on uh Jeff has put up with my uh terrible week of being able to plan things um this week it's just very stressful with Life, you know, just life. Yeah, it's just, just stressful right now. Yeah, um, life. Nothing is really different from the last year of yeah. stuff. So, like, yeah, yeah. of course. <laughs> yes. It's just different stressors all the time. <laughs> um, they just constantly change. Yep. Um, but Jeff, I am so excited to have you. I know I texted you a few months ago when I first started this, and I said Jeff is going to be the perfect guest. Um, Woof. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sorry to set the expectation. That was my internal dialogue, at least, because Jeff and I met through minivan at Walt Disney World, um, mm-hmm. and you came to minivan in 2017. The same year as you, yes. Yeah, right after Just me, like a couple, yeah, October, like right mm-hmm. right at the cusp of uh, like the last couple full-timers. Cool, yeah, and uh, you came from the Baseline Tap House at Hollywood Studios. Heck yeah, I did. <laughs> and now you're back at Hollywood Studios. Back. Uh, I just keep, keep going back to Hollywood Studios for some reason. So Yeah, you keep keep getting drawn back into the, the studios. Um, how long have you worked at Disney in total with everything? Um, <laughs> Including your slave labor? Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> all of it. Um, 13-ish years. 
Wow. Yeah, 13 or 14 wow. years, give or take. My first college program was January of 07, uh, custodial at Epcot. It was hey. a blast. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've just kind of been everywhere except Animal Animal Kingdom is the only park I haven't worked at yet. But Interesting. Yeah, you've walked all over the place and done a lot of different roles, so mm-hmm. you have a wide array of knowledge of the of the Walt Disney World. Uh, we, I also forgot to mention at the beginning that we have Melanie back Yay! this week. Woo! The lifeguard. Melanie was unfortunately <laughs> scheduled to work last week. Yeah. <laughs> How dare they? Yeah, right? <laughs> um, so she unfortunately had to miss the episode with Dana, but yeah. I think she... Sorry, Dana. Yeah, rip. Um, but we'll have to just have to have it back for another one. There we go. But yeah, we have <laughs> Melanie back this week. Um, yeah, so Jeff, we're going to get into it. You All right. listened to the podcast before a few times. It's okay if you haven't listened to all of them. It's all good. Um, but I'm going to ask you three questions that I ask every single guest every time. Uh, they're okay. going to go from <laughs> light, medium to hard, <laughs> I guess is how you could describe them. Um, or if you want to use our jargon, it's the shallow end, treading water, and then deep end, I guess you could say. Um, mm-hmm. So the first one's the easy one, but Melanie, for some reason, always struggles with this. Uh, what are your top three favorite things of the week right now? And those could be people, food, TV shows, anything. Oof. Uh, top three things. I feel like one of them's going to be Star Wars. I feel like that's <laughs> the obvious answer. Uh, also based on like some of the questions you got for me too. Uh, yes, they uh, are pr- practically all Star Wars. So yeah. Very, very fine-tuned. It's like people understand who I am as a person and I don't know if I'm okay with that or not. Like, I, I feel like I, I'm, I'm a man of many things. I, I have very broad taste of stuff. But yeah, Star Wars. I think Star Wars is, is the number one thing. Okay. Um, a lot of big okay. announcements from, for Disney+. Plus. Yes. Uh, and Mandalorian the, uh, Season 2. The Lego. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, my little Lego advent calendar. Yes. Yeah. yeah, talk about that. Um, that was fun. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they do... Lego does like three different advent calendars every year uh one is just regular legos one is harry potter lego and the other one is the star wars legos and i love them to death um and because i'm a total trash person i buy them as soon as they come out in like september and i have no patience there's why why wait i'm an adult i can buy it and do what i want Uh, so i opened it up exactly exactly that's why i have a job is to buy star wars legos (laughs) and um uh, i opened them up immediately and built them all. And then I was like, well, this wasn't as fun as I hoped. So I uh, went and uh, put them together in the right order, like re-found what I was doing. And then um, uh, just kind of put them up in advent calendar mode and just sort of talking about it. So Oh, cool. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about Star Wars. Uh, a Star Wars. I know the character. It's cool. Basically, it's cool if you're yeah. in that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but... I, I love seeing your pictures. I love any kind of advent calendar stuff around this time of year. So yeah, love seeing that. Uh, so thank you for including us all on the, on the advent. Yeah, of course. It's been fun. <laughs> yeah. And the Mandalorian apparently had a really wild season finale today or something. Or real, sad. real crazy episode. Uh, it was bittersweet. I okay. think. Yeah. It's definitely fun. Uh, it gets, gets a lot of people excited for what they've wanted from Disney and Star Wars for a while. So oh, it's okay. good. It's good to see people being excited about it again. Cool. Yeah. Melanie has seen all the movies. I've seen most of them. 
Oh yeah, because you went to see the ones with Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman and like yeah, of course. Yeah, and I was like, why are you going to see Star Wars? And what is the deal? Why are they saying this is one when yeah, when it was? And Hayden Christensen is coming back. Yeah, in in the new series with Ewan McGregor with Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, So there's a lot of exciting things about Star Wars. I think right now. Yeah, Mark Hamill tweeted today. He goes, "Did you guys see any good TV lately?" And I was like, "Ha." <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, I get it because <laughs> it's a bunch of Star Wars stuff, you know. Yeah. Yep, that's definitely the reason why. <laughs> yeah, good job, Meg. And not wait, is this no, no? But like, this is coming out later. I can say this. Uh, he's in this episode. Luke Skywalker shows up at the end of the season of The Mandalorian. Oh, spoilers! Oh. <laughs> okay, guys. This got is it, got it. like this is this is. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't say that out loud. I am very very wanting to keep um, working in that land. I want to keep everything kind of spoiler free. Right. Um, but knowing that this isn't coming out today or tomorrow or the next day <laughs> means that I can say that freely knowing full well that I am not responsible for spoiling it unless it, someone like really fully put it off. It's literally coming out next year. This episode is literally coming Perfect. out next year. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Wonderful. Y'all, you can't. You guys can't say spoiler alert when it's like one of the biggest shows ever, and y'all. Yeah. They're so, live tweeting it as soon as the episode is over. So yeah, I so don't. Get yeah. out of here, nerds. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not okay. Anyway, I'm not gonna get into it. Um, <laughs> so your number one was Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry that I just like completely just roasted, roasted my audience, who is I am also a nerd. Also a nerd, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Different ways. Anyway, Jeff next. <laughs> next thing um boy i think animal crossing they just got their their christmas has started snowing on the island so it's like you're collecting How ornaments cute. and having a good time yeah toy day's coming up so uh that's been fun what does toy day mean i don't know anything christmas. about animal crossing either oh, oh okay it's okay. it's like they had they can't say christmas. like thanksgiving was turkey day they can't like they can't there might be some sort of legal reasons for it. Copyright but like, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Christmas is very much all rights reserved to Jesus. Like they can't, <laughs> Nintendo can't make money off of Christmas. Yeah, um, yes. <laughs> only Jesus can make money off of Christmas. Only Jesus can make money. Capitalism. Uh, capitalism. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's on a different podcast. That's on my economics podcast. Ooh. Just kidding. That's... <laughs> Yikes. That sounds like the worst podcast ever for me. For, sure sure <laughs> yeah not that economics podcasts are bad just for me to make one. no but i i feel like you'd invite someone on and they talk and you'd be like yeah cool numbers great yeah anyway uh <laughs> and that's on economics folks uh your, your third thing boy this one's tough um I, I think uh, question. it's just gonna no matter what you say whatever I say forever. I know I I think um last week um was our uh, Amanda and I my wife's five-year anniversary and so uh we took the week off to just sort of hang out at home and spend Monday as if we were on vacation uh which ended up being tons of fun yeah um Kobe just started delivering through Uber Eats uh so uh what yeah, yeah. By the way, uh, I so I go to we go to Kobe twice a year um, because they have the birthday rewards. So it's like buy one get one free. So yep. we go once for her birthday in January, once for my birthday in February, and then we're off for ten months. <laughs> but then the pandemic hit, and we were in quarantine, 
And they were like, hey, it's a little bit cheaper if you want to pick it up. And I was like, I do want it picked up. Like, I do want and to go I and drive like and pick it up. Cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that. And get me. Um, I have gone too many times uh, in the last nine months. Uh, it, but she was like, we were talking about it. We went to, we went to, we went to Kobe. And by that, I mean, we bought it and came here. Um, and then on, we drove up to, St. Augustine realized that it was not a very good place. There was a lot of people who weren't wearing masks and it was very busy. So like literally drove up, I went and used the bathroom and we turned back around and drove home. It was a four hour drive to nowhere. (laughs) But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fun fact, some melting pots do pick up as well. Excuse me? How do you do that? Yes. Okay. So to clarify, none of the melting pots near us do pick up, but- Um, there was a restaurant called Colorado Melting Pot, Colorado Fondue Company, um, out in Altamont Springs, and a, very similar. Um, and they pre-melt the cheese, um, but it's just the cheddar because they don't want to get funky with it. Um, oh. And you just have to like reheat it in the microwave. And then oh. if you want to get chocolate as well, it's like the chocolate discs, like the confectioner's chocolate. And you melt that up and and like so we took that home too because that's she likes to do that on her birthday and so we were able to do both of like our favorite meals but sitting at home with our cats instead of like sitting in a place that might not be safe right now that's fun yeah it was cool good job making a pandemic anniversary fun and safe wink yeah yeah um we love kobe Mm-hmm. Uh, we were actually talking about it because we went last, the last time we went was last December yes. uh, as a welcome to Florida moving gift to my parents. We were trying to surprise them. The surprise was foiled for yeah. several reasons. <laughs> yes. Um, but Because they didn't know they were moving to Florida? Is that what the surprise was? Surprise! <laughs> that you've, you've been in Florida for six months, but we're going to do this six months late. Ah, we're really good <laughs> daughters. Ah. Um, we learned that our parents don't do surprises well. <laughs> Mm, mm. Really cool great um, excellent yeah yeah it's hard to plan for uh two parents who don't like surprises for very different reasons yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah we love kobe yeah i cannot confirm good. or deny that the last time i went to kobe was 30 minutes ago <laughs> well i'm glad you're keeping them in business so thank you yes boy yeah you're welcome yeah of course <laughs> that's great well thank you those are three wonderful things yeah, Melanie. <laughs> so, are you prepared? One, I think so. Okay. The third one, maybe not. Um, oh, love that. Number one, group watch on Disney Plus. Yes. Do you use group watch feature yeah. on Disney Plus. I literally just used it today. Watched the final episode of Mandalorian with a friend. So yeah. So good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think every app needs that feature. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yep. if uh, HBO Max, I need that to like. Have you done? Have you sent the like smiley faces on like? When you're yep. doing it, fantastic. Love it. Love it. So good. Yep. Um, number two, the new season of Big Mouth. That show's ridiculous. Ooh. But I've never watched it ever. <laughs> it's a lot. But <laughs> I enjoy it. I don't know. You would love it. John Mulaney yeah, and Nick Kroll. Yeah. Like Yeah, I know. I'm like it. a number one John Mulaney fangirl. So yeah. like I don't know why I haven't watched it, but I've heard yeah. it's just very ridiculous. Yes, in it's all very yes. ridiculous. Ways. It's, yeah. Um number three three going back to disney plus all the announcements like the marvel announcements yes. and everything yes hawkeye what was your favorite announcement that they came out with 
That's a lot, I know. So you'll have to answer this too, Jeff. Yeah, that's um, fine. <laughs> probably the Tiana series. Very excited about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Love Tiana. She did she deserves more recognition than she gets. Yeah. So I love that. Um, what else? Anything else? Any other Disney Marvel um things? The I mean winter's what is it? Winter soldier. Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, that's Falcon guy. and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Got Claims you. to be a Marvel fan, doesn't yeah. know any of the names of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for Hawkeye too. That should be good. I'm very excited about Hawkeye. Yeah. I didn't think I would be so excited about it, but yeah. I am actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite announcement, Jeff? Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. I think that I'm really excited about Hawkeye as well. Like yeah. all of all of the Marvel Mandalorian literally just ended today. And then it's like two to three weeks before WandaVision starts. And then yeah. it's like, and it's literally like every two months, it's because it's WandaVision, then Falcon and Winter Soldier, then Loki, then Hawkeye, and then Miss Marvel in the fall. And then Mandalorian's back. Like it's literally, there's just a nonstop streaming conference with Disney Plus. Yeah. Um, yep. Everything was very exciting. And same, Melanie, uh, like the energy that when you went back to work the next day and you're like, oh, no, people are really ex- still excited about like the stories Disney tells. Oh, um, yeah. Uh, okay. I was really excited about the Pixar films. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Turning Red looks fantastic. Uh, Domi Shi, uh, does, I love Bao with all of my heart. Yes. And the fact yes. that her story is this girl turns into a giant red panda is I'm sold. <laughs> yes. Um, Instant. But I'm actually, I'm going to fully agree with you, Melanie. I remember sitting on the Wonder almost a year ago. Remember that, like, right as the coronavirus was hitting everywhere, mm-hmm. um, I was on the Disney Wonder uh, sitting in uh, Tiana's Palace. And I'm sitting there going, I, I, I don't know if you've seen the Rapunzel animated show. It's Mm-mm. beautiful. The original voice cast is on it. It's, it's very fun. Um, and like, I was like, I would really love to see, um, I liked Frozen too, but I would love to see stories continuing like short form. I don't want another movie. I would love to see like 30 minute episodes of like problem solving. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I was like, I would really love a, a Tiana after Princess and the Frog. And it yeah. literally popped up and I started crying because I was like, <laughs> so excited for that. Like I, everything is exciting, but like Tiana and Moana getting their own like short form series yeah, yeah. It's so exciting to me that I, I can't wait for it. Yeah. I didn't even think about like the, and maybe it's because I I haven't worked at Disney in 10 months now, but um, mm-hmm. even like at Minivan, you have, we have our own like mini universe of stuff. So we don't see like a lot of guest interaction in the park, like, like you guys do. And like I used sure. to at Epcot. Um, so I didn't even think about like the, how excited people would be coming back the next day, even cast members and guests. Yeah, so excited. It was, like, it was definitely up. It was definitely more of a cast member thing for us because yeah. um, I live like in minivan. I lived in a bubble. I live in a bubble with Galaxy's Edge. Like, um, right. I was telling Amanda that uh, I miss Christmas. I haven't been to the parks yet, um, except for work. And like, there's something I, I love Galaxy's Edge, but it's different from like walking into Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom or Epcot right. during this time of year. And you don't get that. You're in such a like, the rest of the park is over there and there's a giant berm and you are in the planet. Yeah. Yeah. I um, have no clue what's going on. 
if we haven't mentioned already, uh, we know that Jeff loves Star Wars, but he actually works at Galaxy's Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Um, mm -hmm. In in the Star Wars world, like he's li he's literally in we're it. Just, so yeah. we're just doubling down on it, is what it is, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Jeff is literally like living his dream. He went from minivan to Batu to Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. Um, we were very sad to see him leave minivan, but we knew that like Jeff was made for that. There was only one reason I was going to leave minivan, and it was and that it was, was it. Star Wars. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, just to clear that up, when you hear us talk about Galaxy's Edge, if you're not familiar, or you know, if you don't remember or whatever, that's what we're referring to. Uh, is is Star Wars <laughs> again? Yep. <laughs> There's a lot of it on this episode for someone who doesn't know anything. <laughs> Sorry. Jeff's going to be a cool though. podcast person. He's going to talk about Star Wars the entire time. I love it though. So. I meant to say this earlier, so I'm just like kind of bouncing all over the place, but I said you were going to be the perfect podcast guest because I always felt like me and you, Jeff, could have like, we could bounce around from any topic. It could be so serious to so like stupid within the span of two minutes. Like, Easily. I could be like sitting there almost to the verge of tears telling you about like a problem I was having just in my personal life or just in general to the next minute being like, Hey, did you see this duck meme or this goose in the control center going, wah, wah, whatever that was? Honk, 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 honk. It could be so stupid. And that's, I love that kind of conversation where it can be like, it's very fluid. Um, so I said, you know what? Jeff is just going to be so good. He's such a good conversationalist. He's very, you're very intelligent. Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> we could be, we could be very serious and then we could just be like, Airport, port, report, airport, airport port, report, report, everybody now. Airport, <laughs> oh man, oh, the good yeah. baby. Oh. Anyway, now that I'm sad, um, <laughs> my three favorite things are um, I've been dabbling and using CBD oil over the whole course of the pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. It's been really helpful for my anxiety. Um, and I have this calm CBD roll on, it smells like lavender, and it's just the best thing, especially if, when, now that I'm working and very just learning a lot and very stressed and, and anxious about my job, um, about learning all this new stuff, I can just sit here and turn my camera off on Zoom and just be like, smell it. <laughs> and it's just, it's so relaxing. It smells so good. And it's just so nice. Yeah. Um, so that's my, my top, like, number one this week. Um, the second one, very opposite end of the spectrum, Christmas tree cakes. Yes. <laughs> Happy coming They're back out so with them. Christmas good. tree cakes, baby. Wait, like the vanilla ones or the chocolate ones? What do you think? I, I don't know, because you made a face just now that made me think that I was wrong. Vanilla. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's cool. That's, they're, they're cool. They're good. <laughs> I didn't even think for a second that you were going to like the chocolate ones. The Heck yeah, I, I'm a chocolate person all the way. Uh, like, I like the vanilla ones, but like, it was vanilla pretty much all my life with all of the crisp, like all of the different cakes. And okay. then they were like, hey, this is chocolate. And I was like, yes. <laughs> See, I'm normally a chocolate gal as well. Like, I don't normally mm -hmm. like vanilla, but the vanilla Christmas tree cake, that's just like. It's good. It's good. It's like a zebra cake. I get it. I get yes. it. Yes. Yes. Okay. 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 All right. Chocolate. I'll... Okay. Um, and then my third favorite thing is winter break from school because. I literally have two weeks off of school. I come back and I have one week left of school. <laughs> nice. So my classes end January 10th and I'll have my master's degree. So it's just like, I'm so excited to just not have to do homework. Amazing. I yeah. haven't had a night or I haven't had a consecutive amount of time that I haven't been in school since last May of 2019. So it's just, mm -hmm. 
I'm really excited to to not have to be in school anymore for now. <laughs> Congratulations. That's exciting. Thank I have all you. of these. Yes, I'm very excited. Oh yeah, when this comes out, I'll have five days left of school. So <laughs> Wow. <fun>. Amazing. <laughs> that's like two things, basically. Yep. The next question, thank you everyone for sharing. Love that. Yeah. Um, the next question, Jeff, uh, I don't think I've ever actually talked to you about this before. Um, Ooh. I don't think so. is your astrological sign? It's a good question. I don't know. You don't? No, I'm just kidding. Obviously, oh. no, I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I'm so excited to look it up. <laughs> Who do you think I am, Robert? Please. True. Uh, True. Very Scorpio energy. Yeah. Big Scorpio love, energy. Love, big, big love to Robert. I love him so much. Uh, <laughs> Too easy to make um, Love him. So actually, I need to pull it up because I need to. I need to get it right because for the longest time, you're. I was writing the wrong thing in that thing you just posted a couple of days ago, and oh. then I realized it was wrong. <laughs> so I made sure it was right before I actually sent it out. Uh, Aquarius, Sagittarius rising, um, but full Aquarius otherwise. Yes. Yes, Jeff is an Aquarius, which um, if you've been listening, pool peeps, Jeff is the third Aquarius I've had on the uh, podcast, yes. and I didn't have any repeats until I started realizing that almost a third of my, or a fourth of my guests are Aquarius uh, Zodiac. Happy, yeah. happy to add to it. Uh, fun random fact, uh, just because I think it's cool, Um not about Zodiac, but about uh, Chinese Zodiac. My birthday is on the actual cusp between the year of the dragon and the year of the rabbit. And so I actually resemble both, like traits from both of those. Uh, and so like, I think that's why I'm so very, I'm like on the cusp of being like full Aquarius too. And so I, I just think that's very interesting to me that like that my my birthday is Chinese New Year. So yeah, uh, in 1988. So. And what day is your actual birthday? Uh, February 16th. You are right next to my friend Colleen, who is February 15th. Um, so that's very interesting. And my friend Corey is also an Aquarius. He's February 3rd. Um, so it's, I, until I started doing this podcast, I said this before, but I didn't, I never realized how many of my friends are Aquarius signs and cancer signs. So I'm very drawn to the maternal nature of the cancer and to the intellectual nature of the Aquarius, apparently. Um, and it's just very interesting to like think of you guys or my friends in terms of the Zodiac and your, your traits, what you have in common, what you don't. It's fun. I, Cause I definitely know my sign just because I've always been like mildly interested in all of that, but I also still don't fully know what it all means. If that right. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm like, cool. And then I go about my day. Like, <laughs> that's a cool word. Yeah. yeah that's cool great. Fact. Excellent. Nice. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, not everyone resembles every single facet of the, sure. the sign and your, I fully believe that your rising and your moon signs also dictate a lot about what your sun sign is. So your mm -hmm. sun sign is like who everybody else sees, the personality, like mm -hmm. what you are. And then your other signs dictate your communication skills and the way you interact with your, in your relationship, your romantic relationships, your uh, intellectual side, stuff like that. So I think all of that combined is very interesting. Um, and I, like everybody knows, I think I resemble, if you looked up Virgo in the dictionary, my face is there. Yep. And it's like, hi. <laughs> yeah. Fully. Yeah. Fully big Virgo energy. Um, but so I actually looked up some horoscopes for you, for just Ooh. you. And I also looked up career 
um, or work uh, horoscopes for me and you as Aquarius and Virgo. Oh, okay, good. I um, thought you meant career for me. I'm like, yikes, that's not okay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Together, um, great, perfect. <laughs> and then I also looked up one for you and Melanie, but I'm in, my sign is in it as well. So I thought that was pretty funny to Ooh, exciting. So for um, Aquarius' 2021 horoscope, with serious Saturn moving into your sign just before the year begins, you can expect to be doing lots of work on yourself in 2021. Some of this work can include taking more responsibility for your physical well-being and doing what you can to improve it. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> Sounds like there's less Kobe in your future. <laughs> yeah, that's not a, not a fan, but all right, go ahead. I won't get the extra thing of white sauce. I get it. I hear you. I understand. Thank you, Zodiac, but... <laughs> uh maybe 20 maybe february <laughs> small steps small steps but it's your birthday then so maybe march so you know <laughs> yeah uh, we'll move it <laughs> when's the uh, vaccine available for us then perfect yeah. <laughs> until then no one gets to see me so whatever yeah Doesn't um mean. i also looked up aquarius and virgo for career um compatibility and this says virgo to aquarius so i believe it's talking about me in the second person okay um, you nat your natural earthiness, meaning my natural earthiness, grounds and stabilizes the flighty yet innovative Aquarian that you work with. Given the chance, you can turn Aquarius's goals into reality and become the team that everyone can expect to deliver and get things done with Moxie. Moxie. Ooh, I'm a big fan of Moxie. So like, this is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Which I, you are definitely innovative, I would say, which is why you were sure. a really great specialist at work, I think. I wouldn't normally call you flighty, though. Uh, you might not, but I think I would. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> I would very much be like, um, there's a lot of stuff going on in my brain at the same time. So I'm like, I need to focus on something. Oh, Megan's here. Great. Perfect. You can help. <laughs> Wonderful. There's my stabilizing energy coming out. <laughs> thank you but for yeah. your, thank you for your earthiness. I do feel like I'm a pretty neutral, like, by all, by most senses of the word, I wouldn't call myself neutral, but in terms sure. of like energy, I feel like I can bring kind of everyone down to the same playing field and level mm -hmm. things out for the most part. I think, I think, I don't know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Would you yeah. agree? I would agree. Okay. Are you lying? No. <laughs> and then I found one for Aquarius to Gemini career. Um, so this is a great person for you to work with, Jeff Aquarius, but could, but also could be an excellent friend too. A meeting of the minds is easy for you and reaching goals and deadlines together should be fairly easy. Your Gemini boss will most likely know exactly how to work with you for the best performances possible. So Jeff, if Melanie ever becomes your boss, she's got I'm, you. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting to know if you have any leaders that are Geminis. Hmm. Yeah. I'd have to look that up. Yeah. I think it's very interesting. So um, glad to have another Aquarius in the mix. So Heck yeah. <laughs> Happy to be here. Yeah. Melanie, thoughts? That's great. All of it's great. <laughs> the woman of many words, Melanie Johnson, the Gemini. That's me. She can't She can't talk. She's the lifeguard. She needs to make sure everyone's okay and safe. Oh, yeah. she, she has to focus yeah. on Thanks, the topic at hand. Yeah. This is why we have Jeff on. Yeah. What if we get around. too deep into the deep end? You got a lifeguard to pull you out. And yeah, she you needs to focus on that. Yeah reel it back in yeah okay, okay, okay is that a snickers or something else who knows everyone out of the pool <laughs> adult swim <laughs> i thought about melanie actually brought this up she wants to do like a little segment on each episode that's called adult swim where she just like talks about whatever random crap she wants to like talk about that week like she's mad about something 
if she's excited <laughs> about something or yeah. advice or something. So it's just going to be her corner. And I think I love really it. cute. Yeah. I'm, I'm, so. a, I'm such a fan of that. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get that going sometime. Yeah. 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 Eventually. So now, Jeff, we're going to roll into or dive into, we're going to keep up with the pool theme here, the right. deep end. Um, we, me and you have kind of, I think, danced around this topic before, uh, just being friends um, yeah. and working together and seeing each other pretty frequently. Um, but I would love for you to tell us, the pool peeps, Melanie, the lifeguard, and I, yeah. uh, about your experience with any type of therapy or what your kind of therapy is, what your version of that is. Um, you know, my version is the pool therapy. So swimming around in the pool, being in, in any kind of body of water uh, with my friends or family. Um, and that just helps calm me down and relax me. So Absolutely. what is your version of that? I think uh, I, I'm very much a do as I say, not as I do kind of person. Uh -huh. uh, I think therapy is great. Uh, everyone should do it if they feel comfortable with it. And then there's people like Jeff who has not been to therapy. <laughs> uh, I, I did have, a, a, I, I was in uh, counseling as a kid um, with um, mild depression and stuff growing up, mm. um, but it never seemed to be, it didn't gel with me. Um, and so two times in therapy, it wasn't, super helpful and i'm i'm sure it would be if i were to stick through it and keep doing it but um it's never seemed to vibe with me super well mm. um, but i've always had um much like much like greg um music uh and like my passions to turn to uh, i love music i could uh it's been less recently but um i could do all sorts of my favorite types of music or um the the big type of like genre now is lo-fi i don't know if you've heard lo-fi no. type of music it's um it's like just sort of vibey chill music and it sounds like it's playing on like a tape recorder or or like a, an old record so there's like it it sounds realistic like how do i explain it like almost kind of just like like a real thing is playing and not just like a speaker on your phone oh okay um cool. uh i love it I'll, I'll send you some stuff that's just it's just sort of like chill kind of like almost school study music um but i use it just to sort of vibe out and and relax okay um but then i get into my i, I know i know i've already talked about star wars quite a lot but uh, <laughs> and we'll continue uh to, so it's okay. diving into my passions helps out a lot yeah. um the i keep making the joke at work where um you should have a healthy work life relationship uh, the problem is life was Star Wars before I moved to a Star Wars work. And now right. life and work are both Star Wars. Um, but it's made it fun to have conversations with people inside and outside of work. And it sort of makes you, um, it kind of gets me excited to talk about stuff that I feel passionate about. And so it allows me to like make up crossword puzzles for the cast or like plan, uh, uh, spoiler alert for anyone who, would actually listen to this that would be in intermingled with the two of us um trying to plan some sort of like uh dungeons and dragons rpg game um set in uh the world of galaxy's edge to sort of like get the cast involved and get excited outside of work because That's it's fun, fun to share that passion yeah yeah it's cool um but yeah just getting into your passions and and like kind of uh setting time away for yourself and being like um not alone but like just being able to focus on yourself kind of helps me a lot. 
Yeah. And especially the last 10 months um, and you being at work um, and you being very um, politically active, like in terms of your sharing of knowledge and your stance on things. um, I've shared several posts from you that were just so eloquently said that my big dumb brain can't be like, I need to write out these words. Like I'm getting a master's degree, but in psychology. So like some other stuff. Was no, just, it's fine. Full but, full disclosure. Those things took me like two hours to write each. So it's, it's not like, I'm just like, these are just the words off the top of my brain. Right. No, <laughs> but it has to be exhausting, especially right now. And I, I'm saying this because I feel like I have felt this, but I can tell that you have also felt some degree of this emotional burden uh and mental burden of yeah everything going on right now feeling like we've been i i've realized i've come to the realization that i have been being i don't know how to say this in the past tense but people have been gaslighting me Mm -hmm. in my own circle my own family like not my immediate blood family but some family outside of davenport johnson's um friends that i've seen on social media and elsewhere um so if you could talk about that a little bit, I'm not sure what I'm asking about, but um, <laughs> I guess I'm just no, sharing it's... that with you to, to kind of talk about it since we haven't actually yeah. talked about that. No, yeah, of course. I um, I want to give everyone the benefit of the doubt and I try my best to do that. Um, but it's tough to have conversations with family and friends who don't fully understand the privilege that we have Um whether it's by where we grew up, the color of our skin or, or how we identify. And it's just um, uh, a lot of it has come to light with more people. And I've always, I think Amanda, my wife has been way more politically active than I have, than I ever could aspire to be, uh, especially because I'm very lazy when it comes to politics. Like I have, I have opinions and I want to do stuff. um, But then she'll be like, Hey, there's a March. And I go, I'm in pajamas. Like I, (laughs) That's a lot of work. I'm very, this was pre-pandemic too. Like I'm like, yeah, yeah. I will absolutely go to that pride March next year. Let's plan it out a year in advance. I know what I'm doing. I'll know what to wear. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, But like, you can't spring it on me two weeks. That's too, too soon, too soon. Uh, (laughs) Yes. I just got my work schedule. Be calm. Um, uh, But so like, I uh, aspire to be more like her too. I feel like it's fun to in the sort of demonic troll like brain that I have, it's fun to undercut people who are like, Oh, I'm doing this thing. And I go, that's cool. Uh, glad that you can afford that or do like, and not like, not to like shame anyone for spending money because that's not what I'm doing, but like more uh, that's fun. I'm glad that you're enjoying your time going. Like I, I there are people who I work with who, come to work and tell me they don't feel safe at work, but then go to the park and I go, hey, right. hey, <laughs> cool, yes. cool you think that, then don't come to the park. Yes. I love you, I appreciate you, and I'm never going to like fully judge you to your face, but also I am in my brain. Yeah, um, yeah. I will always remember, I can remember things. <laughs> yeah, and so it's, it's fun to uh, kind of do that sometimes to remind people that like, um, we are, uh, we live a life that is privileged. And someone had said that to like, they, they were like, they felt bad 
about something at work. And I was like, cool. This was like literally the day after they started doing the layoffs. I remember having this conversation and they were like, Oh, my, uh, I heard some people got laid off. And I was like, yes, 200 people that I know, like face and name hopes and dreams of are no longer with the company. And, uh, that's a lot. And I feel bad for them, but also it puts this guilt on you to be like, I shouldn't be working as well. Like, this is not a, this is not a competition to be like, who is the more sad? It is none of us should be working um, mm. kind of thing. Uh, I keep hearing the, I want to get back to normal. And I've been a little bit more persnickety about it recently and being like, I don't want, I don't, normal is not, if we go back to normal, we've not learned anything. We need Correct. to see yeah. that what happened in this last, even the like the three months of like lockdown that we had where we saw uh, Florida's unemployment system was really terrible. Like there are people who are still going to be unemployed um, regardless of the furlough or, and like, regardless of even if, even if we were to hire back everyone January, um, there are still people just in general who are going to live off an unemployment system that is not meant to be livable. Right. Uh, uh, there's going to be people who live in the world where no matter what they do, the system has been fully stacked against them and there's nothing that they can do. Like they can try to tell themselves and we can try to tell themselves you can do it if you just try harder, but like it's not built that way. Correct. And, it was uh, built to, to not, it was built to be used against the people that need it. Right. And, and so it's, it's tough to, it's tough to try to explain that in a way that doesn't come off like angry and frustrating. And mm -hmm. so it's, and that's why you turn to humor and just sort of undercut people and make fun of them for doing dumb things. So especially right now with people going like, well, we're going to this or we're going out to this. Do you want to come to this? I've planned a dinner, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, I write up this long thing in my head. That's like, I would really love to go, but you know, I live yeah. with my family, but when I could just say, no, I'm, I'm unavailable or no, I don't want to go where those are perfectly valid excuses pre pandemic and now, and we'll and, be yeah. pandemic, but my big dumb brain can't do that. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I love my friends and I would love to see them. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm thankful that uh, my, my parents live in Ohio. My brother lives in California. And ever since this all started, my mom and dad have set up a weekly like Saturday afternoon check-in that we chat. And so that's definitely helped. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure having Melanie helps like living with Amanda has been super helpful. Like I wouldn't, mm -hmm. Uh, want to be living by myself and I do feel for the people who are sort of alone in this time mm -hmm. um, yeah. but like it's 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 about finding that new normal of how you're hanging out with people but no as soon as we're able to I'm going to be like what are we doing let's do something maybe right. not every day and maybe not every month but like I just I do would I would love to see people in real life again yeah mm -hmm. agreed yeah and, and that's just like you said I'm, I'm not saying that I don't like my friends do I agree with some of the choices that they made? No, but that's true no matter what. But especially right yeah. now, it's all about not only maintaining your physical health, but for me, the mental toll of this has been in some cases worse. Not because I like we haven't had COVID. My family hasn't knock on wood. Like, sure. Um, so we've been very lucky and blessed in that regard that we've been able to stay away from that. Um, but the mental aspect of it is is really like from everything that we've talked about so like the mental stuff about me losing my job you guys being in a job that 
requires you to be front facing with guests mm -hmm. who could yeah. potentially have the the that illness or something else <laughs> it could be mm -hmm. terrible yeah. um it's uh, i can't I, I can't speak to how melanie feels but it you you using the term gaslighting is perfectly how it feels to go to work because you mm -hmm. go to work and go oh it's okay it's fine yeah uh, yeah <laughs> melanie yeah i agree it, yeah it, how does it feel at work what what about what we're talking about like the gaslighting like how does that feel to be at work well with this in this environment yeah well just just like jeff said like we go to work and they're like oh it's fine we're just you know we're we're wearing masks like mm -hmm. it it feels then, normal now yeah and then mm -hmm. no it's not <laughs> it's not it's very different yeah. it's very different just kidding it's we not. didn't used to do this yeah back to, remember yeah remember that yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, you're someone that I can relate to, especially during all of this, when I like deep down in my core, I'm like, I know what I need to do. I know what's right. I know, like, I need to use my voice for good. I need to be more active, which I feel, I have definitely been more socially, like, um, I don't know what the word is, but definitely more politically active, very open about my political views and yeah. call, not calling people out on them, but being like, hmm probably uh not the greatest of what you're doing fam um mm -hmm. but and also just being very conscious of the social injustice as well um and even you know i, I don't want to get it too fully into it because we could be here for hours and hours um <laughs> but you're someone who i feel like has had the same we've been on the same wavelength and there's definitely been a learning curve of you know from the whole pandemic obviously for on different levels and everything but um from our little micro universe to, you know, the government to the whole world. Um, so we all just have to have a lot of grace right now with each other, but also hold each other accountable. Like there's- Yeah, of course. You, you can't give someone grace without holding them accountable, I don't think, um, to fix whatever they've, what they need to. Yeah. Um, so we I- We all make mistakes too, yeah. so that's the thing, yeah. Of course. Um, so I've just appreciated your, your views on stuff and the way that you've said things and acted during this whole thing because i'm like yeah jeff's doing it not that you're like the all being like no, no. but it's jeff. it's nice it's it's tough to be it i i um i think in the back of my mind i i this is an aquarius thing attention right is that a yes. thing yes uh <laughs> i think in the back yes. of my mind i've always been like i i want people to like and respect and follow me and so it's tough sometimes to like say things knowing full well that uh, I know people don't agree with me entirely and that's okay. I don't need someone right. to agree with me. Um, if I know what I'm doing is right. And like, if I can try to make my voice better for um, those who might not always have the same voice. Um, I know who I am. I know what I look like. Um, I, I know that I am afforded certain privileges that other people aren't. And so um, if I can try to help out in any way, yeah, of course. Yeah, for sure. I love that this started out like, Jeff, what's your type of version of therapy? And here we are talking about We're, political injustice. Nah, full, full, full deep end. Let's go. Let's do it. I'm cool Plus, with it. It's fun. This is, this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. This is the kind of conversation Jeff and I would have like on an hour break. This is this yeah. is what it Or even just like not even on break. Just like he would be standing in the door of the office being like, can you believe this? Blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, can you believe this? Blah. And then we'd you know be talking about the cruise line again on another conversation <laughs> yeah but it, like it would be you say later. that it would it would go deep and then like 
I would look over and go, Megan, I don't feel so good. And just fully dissolve into dust. Well, Jeff, he was the greatest podcast guest until um, (laughs) it's 8.53 currently on December 18th. Jeff, thank you so much for being on the podcast, except don't, I'm not going to thank you at all. I will, I will say there is an injustice here. The fact that Sony still owns Spider-Man means that we got no announcements for Spider-Man on the Disney plus Disney investor day. And I'm frustrated about that. Announce the cast list. Dang it. I am mad. (laughs) Give me all my Spider-Mans in the same movie. I want all the Spider-Mans. All of them. Spider-Mans. 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 Okay. Um, don't come after me. Uh, the power of the- um, <laughs> I think it was just short enough. Excellent. <laughs> now sponsored by Spider-Man, Sony, Disney, none of it. Um, but uh, back to the original point. Uh, I'm glad that you have something like Star Wars, like the passions that you do have to be able to de-stress, decompress, no matter what, even when you're working, or since you work, you have kind of a unique situation, since you work where you love, like you love Star yeah. Wars, you work there, um, but then you come home and you do other, other types of Star Wars things, so you go to like the Mandalorian, or you're, you know, for right now, your Advent Lego people, <laughs> figurines, um, so it's good that you have a passion that you can come home to, even though you work in that universe, you can come home and like do whatever you want. Whatever you can still separate it. Yeah, of uh-huh. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have the, the separation of there. So that's good. That's great. I love all of that. Amazing. Yep. Incredible. Yep. Love, love that. It. That was a really great conversation, though. Yeah. I loved it. So, yeah, it was fun. Um, I wouldn't so- expect anything less. So, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> yeah, true. I told you guys straight up at the beginning, I said, this is how it's going to go down. So the cannonball question this week. Oof. Is, okay. It's a New Year's related one since this is coming out the beginning of January. Perfect. Are you ready? No, but go on. <laughs> okay. Let's do it. Let's do it. What is your opinion on New Year's resolutions? Making them, sticking to them, etc. I mean, if that's what you choose to be happy, sure. Wow. Okay. That was a great answer. You're welcome. This is my, I am, I am the mighty diffuser. I can take something you think is going to be complicated and just be like, sure, if that's your jam, you do the it. diffuser. God Have fun. It, Jeff. Have fun, guys. I like, um, <laughs> I was the kid. That's a great word for you. You are a diffuser. <laughs> I am, I, uh, I'm the kid who, uh, was raised Catholic. And so at Lent, I would always joke that I was giving up homework. Um, <laughs> so like, and like I was fully aware that that's not a thing you can do legally. Um, uh, legally. Yeah, resolutions are cool. I don't. Uh, I don't think I've ever had any. I might have like goals of stuff that I want to do, but I've never like. Um, you see all of the stuff. How many people go? I'm going to do exercise more or do this. I. During quarantine, I did go back to school and then promptly stopped going back to school. So, like, <laughs> it doesn't need to be the beginning of the year yep. to make a resolution. Mm-hmm. I still... am I'm in the same boat. I think that you can make a New Year's resolution any day of the year, and that's just called a goal. That's a goal. <laughs> yeah, it's a goal. Surprise. Um, uh, we, yeah. live, we live in a world... This is going to get so, like, 
big stupid brain about it but we live in a world that nothing changes from day to day like drastically um so the fact that like we're relying on one the fact that we're like 2021 is going to be better it's just like i saw somewhere it's just good december 32nd that's all it is it's the next day like Mm -hmm. until we actually have stuff that allows it affords us to go out and be safe nothing's changing nothing like Mm-hmm. We can't blame. Now, I will say, yeah, there was an awful lot of deaths and not like, yes, the sad ones for coronavirus, of course, like, right. it was a lot. But there were an awful lot of like, um, people that died this year, uh, that were like, actively, like activists or uh, stars or musicians, like just the nature of life, I guess. Mm-hmm. And And so we always try to blame stuff on like a year and going like this is the reset button yeah reset it whenever you'd like middle of the week uh mm-hmm. i you know reset it on your birthday i think that's easier too because then you have a goal of like by the time i turn 34 i will be this or i will be doing this kind of thing like that's right easier i think personally yeah yeah i'm more of a vision board type gal where i like to write stuff down that's like important to me or that i want to manifest um, I talked about it before, but I have a bunch of stuff on my bathroom mirror that I've written down that I try to manage yeah. every day. Um, I have stuff on my corkboard sitting in front of me on my wall of things that I like love or that make me happy. So definitely manifestation, I think is better than like, not that goal setting isn't good. Obviously you need to have some kind of goals, but right. um, you have to manifest the things that you want and ask for the things that you want, not like ask someone, but just, you need to, to ask for it to come to you in my, mm-hmm. I've always been a big believer in that. Um, so yeah, I, I've never really liked New Year's resolutions. I think they're phony, but if you make them, it's fine. But like, you don't have to make them on New Year's. Make them whenever yeah. you want. Yeah. There's no rules. No, know that if you tell me my New Year's resolution is blank, I have immediately started a countdown in my brain to when I think that will change. Yes. Mm-hmm. No matter who you are. Like, this isn't you, Megan. This is you, anyone. If you yeah. go... My New Year's resolution is this. I'm like, all right, this is day one. I'm just going <laughs> to keep a mental tab of how many days until you don't do that. And then uh-huh. I go, huh, that was fun. That was fun while it lasted. You can reset <laughs> tomorrow. But yeah. You don't have, does that have to be a New Year's resolution? Melanie, I agree. With Thank all. you. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Are you making a New Year's resolution? No. <laughs> do you have any goals? What are your goals for 2021? This is getting very existential. I'm sorry. I haven't thought about that. Is that too long to fly? Yeah. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. Surviving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Honestly. This, um, so we do temperature checks every day before we go into work and, uh, to make it more fun for the cast, the leaders have been asking different questions. And the question asked today was if you could travel, um, to any time period, when would you travel? And me initially was like, no, Jeff, don't (laughs) go. Every dime is terrible no matter where I go, there's some sort of terrible thing happening. Yeah. And so I just said last December and that, that was, uh, everyone's like, Oh yeah, that's a good time. I'm like, yeah, it is. Yeah. Remember December of last year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was good then. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I wish they would ask us fun questions at Epcot. Yeah. You don't, don't get shit. Do you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yep. yeah. They don't care at Epcot. Apparently. I guess I should come over to the studios then. We've been, uh, we've been tasked to answer, like to give ideas to the cast or to the uh, leaders and one of my friends and I um, gave answers like you should 
you should ask them what the last four digits of the social security number is or what their mother's maiden name is. Um, uh, <laughs> today we were answering questions for January and uh, I was like, what are, why do you like Jeff? Uh, uh, do you believe in birds? Yes or no? Uh, just things like that. Aliens. No one seems to like the questions that my friend and I keep giving them, but uh, well, that's do you believe strange. in birds? Yes or no? <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Very existential there. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, Melanie wants to be the bluebird from the uh, Lion King. Yeah. The Festival of the Lion King. So she yeah. believes in them. Yeah. Perfect. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Go for 20. We'll see, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> bluebird fantasy. I was just thinking that. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. You probably have I mean, thought, not us. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. That's, yeah. That, I'm, I'm a fan. Oh, that's a good, that's a good resolution yeah. to be yeah. the bluebird. Yeah. <laughs> be the bluebird. <laughs> I turn 30 next year, so, you know, I'm trying to while out when it's safe. Ooh. I know. Oh, crazy. Um, thank you for your answer on that. Uh, you started off being, a, it was a very uh, straightforward answer, and then it got better. Yeah, <laughs> not that yeah of course. Not that your original would... answer was bad. It was just very, yes. No, actually, your answer was no, but. <laughs> yeah. My answer was, do you, man. Have fun. Live yeah. your life. Literally. <laughs> um. I have some guest or pool peep questions for you. Uh, Perfect. We'll let you know that most of them are Star Wars related. <laughs> Excellent. Um, Surprise. So, <laughs> my friend Colleen asked, she was a guest a few weeks ago, fellow Aquarian. Um, what's the best part about working in Galaxy's Edge? Oof. Um, <laughs> to me, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, to me, it's... Uh, exciting to be a part of a land that is actively part of a story and this is not like and I, I know people will say one way or another about that everyone has very differing opinions on galaxy's edge and that's okay you know you're, it's not your jam that's fine but uh it's fun to be included in the story in a sense um and to be able to tell the stories uh i aside from just working at the attractions i also help teach our like Welcome to Galaxy's Edge called Live Your Story. That's right, um, yeah. And uh, I love that class so much. Uh, we haven't done it since we've come back from the pandemic, uh, from the furlough, but it's coming back next year uh, a little bit differently. Oh, that's uh, fun. But one of my, my favorite things to do is like just talk about um, the land and talk about how you can empower the guests to tell their story um, so that they can feel like they're part of Star Wars. I love yeah. that, yeah. The I love the like welcome to whatever classes at Disney. I will say yeah. I, I loved my Discovery Day. I loved um, traditions was pretty cool. Like it's not my go to thing that I'm like yeah I love that. Um, but I, I love traditions and and like I, I don't know if Sean listens to this. I could <laughs> never be a traditions facilitator. Like it is it is a level it is I I feel like I have high energy sometimes, but that is an energy you need to keep at all times, and it's. I, I love and appreciate everyone who does it, but it is Ryan not. Ryan Gino. <laughs> yes. See Ryan Gino. Yeah. yeah. Who we were just yes. talking to yes, this morning. Uh, I open with him every Saturday. It's fantastic. I need to get him on the podcast, so you better alert him tomorrow. Okay, I will do. Saturday? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let him know that he's got to get on here one day. I would love to have him. Um, I love that. That's great, Jeff, for you to, to lead that class and stuff. So I'm glad that you get to do that. Um, she also asked, blue or green milk? That's a tough question. 
Um, I really like both, uh, but I prefer the green milk. Interesting. Um, that being said, um, Disney World is different because instead of just having two milks, we have four. Um, I think my headphones are dying. Uh, so we have um, we have our blue and green milk, but then we have blue milk with rum and green milk with tequila. That's right. Uh, and so I think I'm more of a rum person on that side. So I would drink that, but I, like straight, I like the floral tones of the green milk more. Okay. I think I've only had a taste of the blue milk and I did not like it. That's fair. Get, yeah. Uh, when we get to when we went to the um, cantina, I think you got the blue. I got the blue with the cookie on top. Yeah. 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 Sure yeah, yeah. 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 I I didn't I like it very much. That's but fair. maybe I need the alcoholic yeah, it's not, version. Yeah. I yeah I haven't tried the alcoholic versions. They didn't for some reason they didn't give that to us to try. So. Oh. Well, um, Disney. Hello? I know, right? I know. <laughs> um, but uh. I like more of the drinks in the cantina anyways. Like I like mm. the, the wine and the, the spice runner. They have a, a cider uh, that's really good. That's like an oh. apple pie spice or apple pie cider. Did Greg get that? Maybe. He might've gotten that. Like that's like one time that Greg drinks a year. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he might've gotten same. that. Same though. I, I, that's the same. I get it. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Colleen, for those questions. Uh, my friend Sean asked a really fun, it made me laugh because it's like the non- Star Wars question that was in the list. Um, Perfect. Which dog is the best on-screen portrayal of a talking dog? <laughs> I oh, love this I did question. See this. I, I did this see this, and oh man, he has oh, he has boy. a jumping off point if you need some ideas. Okay, to get it going. yeah, sure. Um, Wishbone Dodger from Oliver and Company, and a joint entry of Chance and Shadow from Homeward Bound. That's what it was. It was the Homeward Bound one that was like, yeah, no, I do love Homeward Bound. <laughs> I, um, full disclosure, love dogs, own three cats. Um, so I'm very much more of a cat person, um, but I do love dogs. Um, I have to think about this too. Do you have an answer, Mel? I know I asked Jeff Look, first, but anybody can answer first. <laughs> looking around. Does Courage count? Courage the cowardly dog? He kind of talks. Courage? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a cartoon, but like... He yeah, no, I think... Um, I think uh, for sure the Homeward Bound, um, even though it's yeah. been years since I've seen those movies, Chance and Shadow were fantastic. Uh, and their cat counterpart that I definitely remember the name of um, is <laughs> sassy and wonderful. I, I, I love yeah. that movie in general. So, um, yeah. yeah. Same. I actually think the Homeward Bound ones are the first ones to come to my brain. Um, I do mm-hmm. remember loving the, well, he didn't like talk, but Clifford, the big red dog. Like oh yeah, of course. Dog yeah. Character. yeah, classic dog. Um, yeah. For some reason, I'm like blanking on any show ever. Um, so like, I can't even think about which ones had talking dogs in them. Yeah. Oh, what's the one? The look who's talking. Remember those movies? Are yep. you talking? Definitely saw course? those. Look who's talking now, or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, love those movies. So maybe that's my answer. I think that's my answer. But yours are uh, Chance and Shadow. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I agree. Yeah. Melanie? Cool. Thank you, Sean, for that lovely question. I loved it. Um, <laughs> this is also a non-Star Wars question, so I'll ask it. Perfect. Um, Dana Cairo, guest from the last episode, asked what your favorite memory of working with me, Megan, is. Not her. I name. love that question. I love that question because everyone says, what's the favorite work memory working with me? And but then it goes like you, 
Yeah. So like, what just what's your favorite memory work with Megan? Just write Megan. There's it's three more letters. You already you're like forty percent of the way there. Uh, thank but you, the, uh, Dana. The simplest spelling of Megan too. So like, literally the most straightforward you could ever get. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, uh, thank you, thank you, Dana, for the fantastic question. Um, my favorite memory working with Megan. Oh. I don't know if. I, it's funny because I don't know if I have like a very specific memory because it all just sort of melds together in a like what type of chaos happened Correct. in the area that day. <laughs> I'm just thinking about so many like stupid things that we would do in the office like making fun of Robert. Uh, making fun of Dana. <laughs> Um, not making fun of Dana, but like poking fun at her, I guess. You could yeah, say. no. Definitely yeah. Fun of Rob, uh, Robert. Definitely. We're definitely making fun of, canonically, we were making fun of Robert and yes. Danny. Uh, oh, and for sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I, I will give you a, an answer while you think to jog some memory. Um, I loved all the mornings that we opened together when I, when I was still just a driver, we would open mm-hmm. and chat. And that's really where we got to know each other was in the mornings where like I was a zombie barely holding mm-hmm. it together, barely able to have a conversation. You're like, what's up, everybody? I get up early all the time. Blah, 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 blah. Um, where I am not that person. Um, yeah, of course. And then one other memory that really popped out in my brain was the day we went to Noodles and Company. And I was like... Ah, uh, yes. For lunch? Going, yeah. 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 And I was going yep. through it. I was having a moment. Um, yeah. That day wasn't sleeping like at all for a week straight. And we went to Noodles and Company. And I was just like, man, Jeff, I'm having like, I'm having a time. And we sat at yeah. Nielsen Company. It felt like hours, but obviously it was only like 30 minutes. <laughs> if <laughs> an hour, if that. Yeah. Um, so I love I'm that. Trying to, I'm trying to. Going through it, but it was just a, it's a, it's a memory that pops up in my day. brain all the time. Um, I feel like we've done a lot of driving together, maybe. Yes. Yes. Um, but I don't remember to what end or what goal. Like, there are there are a lot of very good like positive vibes and just exciting times with you in the office and just hanging out. Um, there are like there's not a lot of actual memories from minivan. It just it kind of all blends together. There are vivid like panic memories of me and Robert, uh, <laughs> but like but like nothing. No one else really. It's fully just like. The time Robert and I showed up literally a minute before a guest came down the stairs, their plane was late, we were running low on gas, and it was just a full panic drive to the airport. Like, th- that's the only, like, true memory I have. Who doesn't love a good old panic drive to the airport? Love oh, that. Man. Um, no, I just, I think it's just been fun. It was just, uh, just the amount of times we got to, I, Noodles and Company was a good time. I think that was like the only time we actually both had lunch at the same time. Correct. And decided to go to do something. It, but yeah. it never really worked out ever. Yeah. But that was like the first real like hangout sesh mm-hmm. that we had as specialists. And that was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. And uh, there was one, oh man, it just slipped my brain. There was one other thing. Obviously, when you would play the Port Canaveral or the, the Disney uh, obviously. horn, the cruise line uh, noise. He would, Jeff knows just exactly like when to play that for me to like, it's like the, either the worst opportunity for me to hear it because I'm on the phone or something or B, it would be the best time for me to hear it. Like I needed it. So he would just go, he would play it on his phone. <laughs> or he, it always had a buffer to it. It always had like a, well, do you, do you need me to like work on that? 
or do you need me to like call that person because I can't and then he would play it or you know whatever kind of buffer statement it would be or like Megan every time I open the door of this car it makes a noise (laughs) send a video of the door opening with the cruise line horn playing I'm literally in the (laughs) office Jeff texts me and he goes Megan this door is making a weird noise uh on the minivan you can hear I I have a video that I was like oh god I don't want to deal with maintenance like oh that's like my that was the worst part of the job right yeah and it was literally the uh, the cruise ship horn playing when you wish upon a star. That's amazing. I don't, I, to be clear, I've wanted to do it this entire part of the conversation, but I'm worried that it's loud, that it'll blow out the microphone. So the I'm just, I'm choosing not to like understand that it's here and it's, it now is prepared because it wasn't, I told you it wasn't. Yes. And I made that promise, but I'm too scared to do it for fear of, I don't want you to have to edit like a full ec- take out because it just destroyed all of the audio around it somehow <laughs> or blows out like the speaker on the laptop yeah or something. now um, we're dead but yes love that uh yeah working with you is always great so <laughs> thank you dana for that question Doug Neville asked, what is Robert's most embarrassing moment? And I, you shared a pretty, like, not embarrassing moment, but definitely a... Um, no, that wasn't embarrassing. That was, it could have been that embarrassing. Was, if both of late. us, both of us, like, just chatting with um, uh, whoever the specialist was at the time. And just being like, oh, it's, it's we're, we're running ahead of schedule. And then the, ship, the plane was running on early. And so we got in our cars and we went, oh, no, they're both, like in need of gas not like we can make it to the airport and back like definitely should get some gas before we go and the i think it we we went to epcot first or epcot or port orleans to get gas and the gas tank was like busy so we had to go to saratoga and then it just like it added on and by the time we got to saratoga and we were filling it up dave texted us and it was like the plane is landing in like 10 minutes and so we had to make it from Saratoga. <laughs> I just instantly got panicked. Like I started sweating yeah. just now. I was like, about I was like, specialist. like oh, oh God. <laughs> and we, we literally like, like drive, get to the tech check-in, super chill as they check our vehicle, park, super chill as we walk up, like panic up the elevator, get there and like literally take a breath and they're coming down the escalator and we're like... <sighs> cool we did it we did it we done did it it's great and knowing robert he's probably just like 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 a hummingbird i can just imagine him just like buzzing with energy like panic like oh my god yeah. i'm gonna get fired no, I think we, we were fine i think we spent the entire time laughing like we were they were coming down and we were just full giggles and then like super chill with the the, the guests as soon as they got out of our car and on their way we were like i can't believe that worked i don't know how it worked but it did it, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Go us. Go team. <laughs> he Robert. already, Robert already told his most embarrassing story on his story with me. Oh, that's true. Yeah. If you guys listened to Robert's episode, he did talk about how he doesn't know how to use active listening skills. Uh, and it has gotten him into some hot water before. Or not hot Let's... water, but just like embarrassing water. Preface. I love Robert so much. He we doesn't love use... Robert. He doesn't use listening skills, not just active listening skills, <laughs> listening skills. Not we'll be passive, like, just yeah, zero. just, Love I can't guy. wait to see, like we, um, I listened to his podcast with you and immediately was like texting him. Uh, we, I tried to do something on Thanksgiving where I had my 
computer up all day and if someone wanted to pop in and say hi they could yeah and so robert ended up coming in and we chatted for like an hour or two it was fun oh fun that's cute miss him to death love that i just i can't uh, wait to go see a movie with all of you again <gasps> the movies can you can, do you remember the movies do you remember the movies wow um can we all technically watch wonder woman together technically yes yeah that's why i'm saying hbo max needs to get on their group watch fine mm -hmm. yeah uh, I'm yeah. very excited for that. You know, we've only yeah. been waiting like two years for it, so you know, may as well just honestly. <laughs> I don't watch the first one again. Before. Yeah, same. Yeah, love, yeah, yeah. Love. Yeah. Uh, and then our last question is actually from Robert himself. Uh, <gasps> yes. He asked, "Why was Boba Fett always your favorite character?" <laughs> it's really funny, uh, and I mean this in the best way, Megan. Uh, it's really funny that we've had postponed this recording. Because uh, until three weeks ago, I would have expressed my undying hatred for the one, the only Boba Fett. Uh, I firmly believed, and still kind of do, uh, that he did nothing in the movies and was a glorified, like, man's man in the comic books and, like, the legend stories. So he was very overpopularized because it was this cool guy with this great gun and cool helmet and he didn't take nothing from nobody kind of guy. And so like everyone really liked him. And I was like, this dude shows up, um, is conveniently in the same place as our heroes when he's trying to look for them for the bounty. Um, doesn't, doesn't catch them, just informs the <laughs> bad guys where he is, uh, takes the body of the guy who's he's tracking to the dude who was looking for him for a couple of years now and is defeated one shoots Luke Skywalker point blank and misses two is defeated because a blind guy hits his jetpack with a stick and he falls into a pit and we thought he died. And so for the life of me, he has been dead since 1983. Yeah. That's one. Nope. You yes. Get this 1983. Right. Yeah, 1983 is Return of the Jedi came out. And, like, he's been dead since then. And he showed back up in the season of The Mandalorian. And when he showed up, I was like, nah, man, I'm not about it. If I have to go into this TV show myself and murder him, I will. <laughs> I will find a way to put myself in this, mo in this TV show. Don't threaten me. Don't threaten me. I uh, will. And then he was in the next episode. And he didn't have his armor on. Um, and he's played by... Uh, the guy who played his dad, Tamara Morrison. Um, uh, he is a, um, for, for those of you who might not know him, he plays Moana's dad uh, in Moana. Uh, among other things, but that's like his most recent thing that I am familiar with for him. Cool. Uh, and, uh, and he was really cool. And I was like, oh no, do I like Boba Fett now? <laughs> Having a crisis. <laughs> and like, started forming a story of like what he did in his time from being dead from like the five years of when he died to now in the storyline. And then another episode came out and he repainted his armor and he looked really cool. And I was like, Oh no, I like Boba it's Fett. happening. Oh no. And then, and then uh, at the end of this episode, again, I could say this cause it's coming out in January. Um, there was a trailer for a unannounced Disney plus project. Um, featuring like a Boba Fett miniseries um, that gotcha. takes place um, cool. starring um, Tamara Morrison as Boba Fett. And I assume Ming-Na Wen, uh, Mulan or 
Um, boy, I'm mad at myself for forgetting her character name in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now. Ooh, I'm the wrong person for that, too. Yeah. Ooh. Boy, I'm sorry. I apologize. Know that I will know it as soon as we stop talking. Um, <laughs> uh, I can just edit it in and be like... Blah, blah, like yeah. Her, she goes by the Calvary. Melinda May. There we go. I was going to get it. Uh, Mulan and Melinda May in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is, is also now in the Star Wars universe and plays a character who might be pivotal to the story. So, That's like, cool. it's, it's, uh, it's a story supported by... Um, uh, people of color, uh, and I'm super excited about it because he's a really cool actor. Oh. And I, yeah, I guess I, I guess Boba Fett has always been my favorite character, Robert. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. Great question, Robert, to end the the listener segment on. Uh, Jeff is not angry at all. Can't tell that he's upset at all right now. Um, so, Jeff, as you know, we have the previous guest asked you a question as well to tie in the last episode, and then you will have the honor and privilege of asking the next guest a question, and I do not know who will be the next one after yours. Um, you will have the honor of being the first episode of 2021. Um, yes. So Danya, Dana, the queen from the last episode. I was like, who? The, who? Queen Elizabeth. She asked a question. She's my top fan in London. Um, I'm honored. Honored to be following her, honestly. <laughs> Such a good get for you. Her yeah. and then me. True. Wow. Queen Elizabeth to Jeff. I mean, no one can compare. Same um, person, honestly. True. What has been your favorite moment or part of your marriage? You've been married for... Five years. Five years. Five years to yes. Amanda. The lovely Capriciacorn. Um, <laughs> <laughs> RuPaul calls it Capriciacorn. I don't, it's just a thing now. Um so you and Amanda have been married for five years. Uh, what has been your favorite moment or best part of being married to her? I don't know. I think it's been such a fun time. Uh, this year doesn't feel real. Uh, so really, like, it doesn't feel like I've been married for five years. Uh, uh, I think it's just been a blast. I, it's so much fun to live with someone who um, we don't always agree. We don't always see eye to eye. But, like, we do help each other and support each other where we can. And uh, um, I, that's always, you know, the kind of foundations of a good relationship. Right. Uh, uh, I love, uh, my favorite moments are any time that we can make each other laugh, I think. Yeah. Uh, because she is funny. She will tell you that herself. Uh, <laughs> uh, and she is funny and I, I love her. Um, but it's also that type of funny that like, it really shouldn't be funny, but she is very funny. Love that. Kind of funny. Uh, and so uh, it's just, yeah, I think there hasn't been a specific moment as much as it has been just like uh, we try to have, we try to make time for each other. We try to have the same days off so that we can spend as much time as possible. We work opposite schedules. Mm -hmm. um, so we really don't see each other through the week. But uh, when we do get to be with each other, it's just like living and being with uh, uh, kind of your best friend who helps you out and just does stuff. Yeah. Um, with you to make you feel like um, you can do anything. And I, I love that about her. What a good way to end the podcast. I mean, obviously I have to ask your question, but that is wonderful. And yes, yeah. yeah, you, since you and Amanda and your cats have all been together for, you know, this whole quarantine, especially or previous quarantine, still like whatever you want. I don't really we'll know see. what to call it. Um, it's nice to know that you have, or it's nice to feel like you have a 
a support system who can both be emotional support, but also be like, hey, what can we do to help you do better or feel better or, you know, yeah. get your butt in gear when you need it? You know what I mean? Like recognizing both sides of the coin. Um, so that's great. And Amanda is funny. From the few times that I've met with met her and hung out with her, she is hilarious. So she I, she is hilarious. Yes. Um, so excellent. And now what do you want to ask the next guest? I'm oh, writing down this time. So don't forget. Uh, I know you can really go anywhere with this. Yeah, it could be anything. I think I want to keep it in the vein of like new year, new me kind of thing. Okay. What is your resolution? No. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, is your new year's resolution? <laughs> after I spent 20 minutes bashing the concept of new year's resolutions, yeah. what is your new year's <laughs> resolution? Um, what's one thing that you want to do differently from 2020 that will challenge the way that you behave in 2021? Whoa. Can you say that again for my big dumb brain? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I'm sure this doesn't actually make sense. It's literally just a symbol is like just a bunch of buzzwords. No, I think it does. Um, What's one thing you want to do differently in 2021 that will challenge the way you were in 2020? Okay. Yeah. I'm writing it yeah. down, pool peep, so that I don't forget it. So big dumb brain won't forget <laughs> for the next episode, and it has to. Read. But also, I feel like I feel like that's a tough question. It is like, very. Dana got. Do you wear pants? And I was <laughs> like, do 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 you love your wife? Well, Katie Barry got. Uh, what's the most? What's the thing you're most proud of? So yeah. like we've had the whole, we've had parts yeah. and sure. character. Okay. We've had do you sleep with pants on? Yeah. Uh, we've had do you love your wife? What's or, your favorite? Like, what's board your favorite game? thing about your wife? What's your favorite board game? It, so the it's really it can it that's why I like it kind of. So thank you Corey too, uh, for coming up with this idea because he's the one that started it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it really can be anything because I I like that it's so open that sure. people are like I wonder where you're gonna go with this. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that and I've written it down so I won't forget. Um, and that brings us to the end of this episode. I have loved this 100%. I knew you would be the perfect guest until you made the Spider-Man reference so much <laughs> to Infinity War. Um, but we'll just pretend to forget that. Uh, <laughs> but Jeff, you are one of the my favorite people that I've ever worked with. Uh, and I'm really glad that we've made, remained friends, even though we don't see each other as much as uh, we used to. Um, but thank you for being an incredible friend and coworker. Uh, and thank you for being on the podcast i've loved it thank you so much for having me it's been a blast and um i can't wait to hear more and uh possibly just get on there'll be an episode of just me and robert talking at each other and complaining I about each other would love that so put a put a pin in that for next year 2021 baby we're doing it big we're gonna have <laughs> guests hopefully in person towards the end of the year you know when it's safe um, it'd be fantastic melanie do you have any final closing thoughts it was all great You've just been so talking about this episode. I know. It's so great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Jeff, do you have any final words you want to leave the pool peeps with? Um, Keep it pool peepee? No, don't, no. Cut that out. That's gross. Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Gross.